Pigeon. Make Maddie proud, make Daddy proud. Don't dye your hair. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're back. We took a bit of a break. Uh, we'll be back again next week, and then we're going to move to every two weeks, unless the NHL decides to do like, some batshit stuff that we need to talk about. Um, but maybe maybe not. I don't know. This is like July, like the beginning of July almost. We're just approaching that, like end of June, beginning of July in a regular season. So it could be either ramping up or ramping down. Probably both. Um, so I guess we'll start with wellness check. Um, let's start with the good stuff. Let's start with the good stuff. Okay. The Leafs re-signed Wayne Simmons, two years, $900. That's a good deal. Like, I'm happy with that. I would say he's worth it. And like, before he got injured, he was playing so well. And, you know, I feel like it's a good choice. I liked his character. I don't think that they should re-sign Joe Thornton. Be just because he's you know old and wasn't contributing much and you know we we have our we have Jason Spezza what more do we need like we got Jason Spezza we got Wayne Simmons I think we're set on that front <laughs> um and then the other thing is my notes are so great sorry I'm just like looking at this and it's like Wayne question mark question mark I think I th- <laughs> question mark question mark and then fucking Travis because <laughs> Travis Dermott resigned. <laughs> um for two years I don't remember how much money it was like 1.3 it wasn't much um maybe they'll expose him in the expansion draft whatever I for right now I have Travis that's all that matters to me personally (laughs) um and then apparently the Leafs are kind of in on Bertuzzi who is apparently not re-signing with Detroit or Detroit is looking to trade him. I can't remember which it is. There's a lot of stuff and uh, I'm just going to keep going. Well, I don't remember because Mm. it's been a few weeks, guys. I don't remember when I put this in, when I saw this. Anyway, um, so that could be interesting. I think it would also depend on things like whether it's Kerfoot who gets picked in the expansion draft or even exposed and stuff like that. Like how ready Nick Robertson looks little things like that. So we shall see on that front. Um, and then on to how we feeling tonight. Haha. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. Thanks Bo Burnham for that. Um, Zach Hyman is, like almost definitely not re-signing with the Leafs which is it's sad but also he wants more money than than he's well I don't know if it's then he's worth but then the Leafs can afford to pay him Mm -hmm. so they're thinking he'll either go to Edmonton or Detroit but the Leafs are trying to trade his rights because he wants a long-term contract so if we can at least get something for him I would feel less bad about it but also I'm gonna miss him yeah yeah hmm. and I think again that probably also opens up a spot for Nick Robertson because he's pretty tenacious on the puck um and then the other thing is 
that the Leafs officially own the longest Stanley Cup drought by days in history. Record-breaking. That's all we have to say <laughs> about this team, yep. this organization. They're just record-breaking. Oh, yeah. So we know how to do. Yep, that's all they know how to do. <laughs> um, I think that's it for that, specifically Leafs hockey-related for the moment. But um, Jumbo and Austin <laughs> were – what were they at? I don't know. They were at – I did not see this, so something. I don't know. <laughs> they were at – there was, like, some event. They were with Justin B- – oh, it was the UFC fight. That's what it was. But – they were with Justin oh, Bieber, and then I did see, see them at the back of Kylie Jenner's Instagram story. And it's just like, you're like, look at the people, and you're like, yeah, those are mostly young people. And then you just see Joe Thornton. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I think, but I also think that's so funny. Like, this man has a wife and kids, and he's hanging out with Austin Matthews and Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> a UFC fight. Like what? <laughs> but like makes him feel you. It's just the Kendall Jenner connection is so funny. Oh yeah, the Ken the Kendall Jenner of it all just makes it even better. Yeah, like if it was even just him still hanging out with Justin Bieber, it's still funny. But the Kendall Jenner of it all it just takes it up a notch. And I can't remember who said it, but a yeah. couple people on Twitter were like, that bring, that all brings us a step closer to Harry Styles in our degrees of separation. So maybe it's a win in our books. Mm. Maybe. Um, and uh, on to the million things that the rest of the league has done. So uh, since our last episode, Tampa won the cup. Are we surprised? No. Um, no. Are we surprised that they played through injuries? Also no. But like Kalorn won. I don't know if he ended up playing, but he wanted to play with a broken fibula and had been played with a torn meniscus. I No words again. Like no words. They're so dumb. Um, Vasilevsky won the Conn Smythe. Again, no surprise. This man had a shutout in like I think every round and a bunch of them were the like clinching games, like the game, the fourth win. Mm -hmm. So absolutely like perfect sense. I get it. I get it. Um, And Kucherov, I, he's endeared himself to me with this quote, this one quote, the fans in Montreal asked, acted like they won the Stanley cup last game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Their final was last round. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> murder. Just straight murder. Oh, I love it. I'm like, okay, cool. I like, I guess I like Kucherov now. He's, he's endeared himself to me with those, that phrase. Um, and then, because everyone was like, oh, they only won the cup because they were 18 million over the cap. They um, made 18 million over the cap shirts and then wore them to the parade. <laughs> like this My is- level of petty. Yeah, like, I love it. Like, this energy, top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are rumors that Stamkos won't be staying in Tampa for long. Mostly because they were 18 million over the cap and they're not going to be able to pull that shit again. 
just based mm. on the fact that you literally need to have someone injured for the entire season. Um, so, and one of, they expect one of Goodrow or, and Coleman, one or both of them to not be there anymore. And like, I don't really, I, not that I watch, but I don't really know what Stamkos contributes. Uh, Generally, no, no idea. He's a center and I guess he's their captain, but like, they didn't really need him last year either for their Stanley Cup win. So, um, I like, oh, and they dented the fuck out of the Stanley Cup. Did you see the picture? Oh my God. <laughs> yes, I did. It was like football shape. Yeah. But that's why like the, the one, the real one lives in Toronto, like in the hockey hall of fame mm-hmm. and the other one gets sent to other places. Like it's literally <laughs> the best part about it is that, that they were like, yeah, it's going back to Montreal to be uh, fixed. <laughs> So, Cup went to Montreal anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's going on its tour. Um, so, the NHL Awards, I think they were like the day after we recorded. Um, but in case anyone cares, Connor McDavid won the Ted Lindsay and the Hart. Duh. No, no other comments, just duh. Um, yep. Surprisingly, Mark Andre Fleury won the Vesna. I find that very surprising. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't watched any other divisions. Like no North Division team should have won the Vesna. Like none of them deserved it. They were not. Mm-hmm. None of them were good enough. Um, but like Mark Andre Fleury, who's almost forty, almost forty, over forty. I think he's like thirty-nine. Let's see. Uh-uh, no. I even spelled Mark right. Look at me go. He is 36. He's nowhere near as old as no. I thought he was. <laughs> I was fully convinced he was, like, Mike Smith old. <laughs> no way this is 36. Apparently. Um. Anyway, still, like, past his prime, Marc-Andre Fleury won the Vesna. And, like, I know he played pretty well, but, like, it's just interesting to see. Um, The Norris was won by Adam Fox, which, like, actually makes sense. Congrats to, I think that was the PWHA. I think so. No, I put that in the wrong order, but you know what I mean. (laughs) The writers. The writers. I always put them in the wrong order because of the PWHPA and Mm -hmm. they're, I think, the PH professional hockey writers. Yeah. Anyway, confusing nonetheless. Um, <laughs> but they got that one right. So congrats to them on that. But they also got mm-hmm. the Calder right. It was Kirill Kaprizov, who is, um, he wants like nine to 10 million. I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> that he's going to end up playing in the NHL <laughs> next year. I don't think the Wilds are going to spend that much on him. But I guess time will tell. Um, and then the fucking GM of the year that's voted on by the GMs. It was Lou Lamarillo again. Like, what I the mean, fuck? I laughed out loud at this. I got a notification and I like, actually laughed. Yeah, I was like, I like disappointed, but not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Like, I was just like, you guys, why? Why? He had to trade... Devin 
Taves, Devon Taves, will I ever get his name right? Probably not first try. Um, to the Avalanche in order to sign Matthew Barzell. And force someone to retire, basically. Like, he literally needed mm-hmm. someone to retire for him to be able to re-sign Matthew Barzell. Yep. So, like, how is this GM of the year moves? I, I don't get it. They're so dumb, all of them. I wonder oh, if maybe the GMs are just going, ha, 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 we're just playing tricks on all of you. Mm. But also, Kyle Dubas had one first place vote, and, like, I want to say he voted for himself, but I don't think that's true. I think he just, like, maybe honeypotted another GM into voting for him or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He sweet-talked the guy. Yeah, like, (laughs) he just talked someone else into voting for him. Mm -hmm. Um, The Canucks hired Daniel and Henrik Sedin as special advisors to the GM. So I assume that means that their job is to just tell Jim Benning, no, you can't re-sign that fourth liner for $4 million. (laughs) No, don't do that. Like that's, I'm pretty sure that's their job. And there's two of them. So they got to stand there and like look imposing and be like, no. (laughs) Um, The Suns hired Pierre Maguire (laughs) as senior VP of player development <laughs> yay oh man <laughs> that made me laugh so hard I saw that I was like oh my god they already have trouble retaining talent and they're gonna do this oh man at least no one has to see him on their tv anymore so congrats to you guys for that <laughs> oh I mean like the Sens could not let anyone else steal their thunder as weirdest, shittiest. Oh, this, you know what it was? It was the same day as, we'll just talk about it now, the Duncan Keith trade to Edmonton. And the Sens were like, oh shit, we got to do something stupid too. Um, so... Duncan Keith was traded to Edmonton for Caleb Jones and a third round pick with no salary retained. And Duncan Keith's salary is like $4 million and he is um, basically non-existent anymore. Like he's, he's not great. He's not definitely not what Edmonton needs on defense. They definitely, they need defense. They did correctly identify that. Mm-hmm. However, they did not identify who. No. Like <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god. Anyway, so the Suns were like, we will not be outdone and hired Pierre Maguire. <laughs> um, weird. Yeah. So while we're kind of related to Chicago, we are not going to talk about the lawsuits because one, I do not have the time to fully research into everything about it. However, I will say believe survivors, believe these people. And um, that is all on that specific topic. So Tarasenko would like a trade because the Blues mishandled his shoulder surgeries, in his opinion, which is bad. Like, it's the same reason Jack Eichel, well, part of the reason Jack Eichel wants a trade. Like, it's not good. Mm -hmm. And for a player to 
like even say that because we know that like they rush coming back after surgery they typically they typically rush coming back after surgery they typically like hide their injuries so for like a player to be like they mishandled this like you know something's fucked up yeah exactly why'd you say we always swear on this why'd you say pardon my language (laughs) no pre-k teacher okay (laughs) this has been a while it's friday i'm used to not swearing (laughs) that's fair yeah but i don't know i don't know if they've really said anywhere that he's might be traded to but he does not want to be on that team anymore because he feels that his health was mismanaged and that also feels like an nhlpa issue to me and they should be looking into these things yes it's bad they're mm, such a mess um related to that jack eichel he has been linked to the ducks flames wild and vegas mainly and then a little bit of boston rangers and kings so um i will actually be so pissed if he does not leave my division (laughs) if he goes to boston specifically like no (laughs) no (laughs) But also, like, I think the Ducks have some space and the Wild has space because they bought people out that we'll talk about later. And Krill Kaprizov isn't coming back, probably. And, like, I don't know how Vegas has any space for him. But, like, the Flames would have to give up, like, good roster players to make this trade. And Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll help them enough. No. Like, they'll stay pretty mediocre. So, I it doesn't fully make sense for me with that. Mm-mm, yeah. Yeah. Seems odd. Um, and then they hired Don Granado. I was not going to say that word. I was just going to say something else. Don't know what it was, but it wasn't going to be Granado. <laughs> anyway, as their head coach, that was Buffalo that hired them. So, that's a coach. Yay, congrats to him. I think some other people hired coaches or like like Dominic Ducharme was officially made head coach and signed like a three-year contract. There was something, someone else too. And I was like, I don't care. I don't know who these people are mostly, except for Seattle, who we will definitely talk about later. <laughs> um, the Kings acquired Victor Arvidsson from the Preds for a 2021 second and a 2022 third, which is... I don't know. It's a trade. I think mm-hmm. Nashville's going to be clearing house pretty much. I think they are most I definitely. They existed. There. I thought I saw something that said Duchesne was going to be left unprotected in the expansion draft, which would be interesting because he's expensive. Yep. Would definitely help you get to the cap floor. But like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, so the first really stupid thing the NHL did, bef- like, it was like, I don't know, a few days after we recorded, because I remember going, what the fuck, man? Um, they hired a voice for youth fans. And the man they hired, his name is Josh Richards. I, Richards, I say man, he's like, I don't know, 20 maybe. 16? 
yeah like 20 at most i don't know how old he is but he's like a tiktok he he's just a tiktok dance kid who dances in hockey jerseys i think actually i don't know um i might be making this up but i think at least he's like friends with all of those people that like two years ago a year ago however long it was when like the hype house like first started I don't know if he was in it or he was just like friends yeah with all of those people but I think that's what at least I associate I think I think but he's one of those kids yes so like that is exactly what it tells you like that literally does not reach any new audience at all not at all because I feel like half of us unless they're like 13 year old girls that are like oh my god but are also like but you can also get the 13 year old girls way different ways Mm -hmm. like entry through one direction fandom pipeline come on people anyway (laughs) um, but he's also like this kid is he's like buddy buddy with portnoy and stuff so yeah like he has a podcast with portnoy so like no you're literally reaching the exact same audience it doesn't do anything no like I don't know if you've seen those videos. I do not know their name, but there's the, the like, five guys who do all the roller skating videos. Um, They literally look like hockey bros, but they seem very nice. They, like... Oh, yeah. the hockey guys? That is their name, yes. They, they play hockey for um, Superior, I believe, like, the college. Yeah, that would... They would have been a much better choice if you're sticking with something that looks like your regular audience but like that reaches a much different audience because like like it comes across my for you page I don't get a lot of hockey stuff I definitely do not get whatever the fuck Josh Richards is doing like (laughs) you imagine (laughs) I am so scared every time like some because I know like TikTok like pushes every single one of them and I've gone months without having to see any of those people and I get so freaked out when any of those, like, people, like, they just plant them on my For You page. I'm like, nope. Yeah, I literally, like, hold it, and I'm like, not interested. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Or, actually, I blocked a bunch of people, (laughs) so it might be worth it to just go through and block a bunch of (laughs) the people you don't ever want to see. Yep. (laughs) But, yeah, like, the NHL is just you know, being themselves, not mm-hmm. ex- at all expanding their market. Like, literally, I no. don't think they have any business knowledge in the NHL. Genuinely, like, that is, like, you don't have a growing market. This is, like, first-year business classes. You don't have a growing market. You should expand to reach a different target market because that's where the money's coming from now. And, like, that's where you'll have, like, lifelong fans and yet they're like, no, we would like this TikTok kid. I just, I hate, not like internet famous people, like whatever, like not them themselves, but the things that they get for putting their arm up. Like, there's people who get like free Dunkin' Donuts for like posting a picture, drinking a coffee. This kid gets to work with the NHL. A bunch of them, like, are in movies and stuff for doing what? Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not bringing anything. They just want the name because I think yeah. the name's going to bring in 
like oh like new people and more people no nobody gives a crap like exactly like the i don't want to say like the type of like people because there's not a type of person that can like hockey but like i feel like most of us is not are not paying attention to josh fucking richards yeah and the other thing is like they I think the point was to reach like a di- like reach their youth market better and their youth market is still probably not reached within Josh yeah. Richards sphere. Mm-hmm. Like I don't it doesn't make any sense at all. Nope. So dumb. <sighs> um so ESPN has its broadcasters lined up and I looked at this and I went, "Damn, that's a good lineup." Um, I'll just have some highlights. So they have Spanish language broadcasts, which I know that I think it was NBC didn't really have any. And like, again, another way to grow the sport. Mm -hmm. Um, I know like even the Coyotes have like a Spanish language account and stuff like that because they know what the demographic of their region is. Like they know that there's a lot of Spanish speaking people there. So it's good to have this kind of stuff so that it's available and can grow the market. Anyway, um, so they have, like, kind of stolen some reporters and analysts from other networks. Um, I don't know if it's fully stolen, but, like, Ray Ferraro, who normally does the TSN Leafs games as color commentator, is doing it. I think he's doing both. Um, I think they've fully stolen Cassie Campbell. Uh, Not clear on whether or not that's true, but I think they've basically fully stolen Cassie Campbell. Um, Leah Hextall as well. She was on Sportsnet, um, but they've hired her as play-by-play, which is really exciting because the only time I've heard her do play-by-play is women's hockey. So it'd be good to hear it in the NHL. Um, And then they have Hillary Knight as an analyst and Blake Bolden as a reporter. Like Blake Bolden, like I swear she's the busiest woman in hockey. Is she not? She's still a scout for the Kings. (laughs) She's going to be a reporter. She's doing, there's like two other things she's doing. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) where do you Girl, find the time literally how do you have the time and plus she's like I think she does like camps or like a mentorship thing as well like so much stuff like this literally the busiest woman in hockey I'm pretty sure my time <laughs> management not that great Mm-mm. like I just started refereeing again this week like soccer came back so I'm refereeing and I'm like I have completely misjudged all of my time I do not have enough time for school now I'm also still working like this is a mess I shouldn't have done this (laughs) anyway um I don't know how Blake does it but it it will be exciting to see her more Mm -hmm. um Joel Joel is it Joel or is it Yoel do we know Erickson Eck I don't know. Is he is he Swedish? I think so. Then it wouldn't it would be Yol because they don't do J. Okay. But I'm not actually sure. <laughs> well, Erickson Eck re-signed with the Wild for eight years at 5.25 million. I think that's pretty good. Uh, but I also don't really know how this man plays. So but the Wild also bought out Parise and Ryan Suter. Sutter? Suter? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce these names. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, I did have, so they were on those absolutely wild cap recapture contracts. 
um, because what just happened? Because they're um, like had those like illegal in quotation marks contracts because they were signed for like 10 years. Um, so I am trying to find the cap friendly tweet that explains the penalties because it is wicked. <laughs> like this year is not so bad. Um, but I think next year and the year after, especially, are like pretty bad. Where'd it go? Cat friendly, where'd you go? I didn't think it was that long ago, but I'm doing a lot of scrolling. Because <laughs> I could have sworn I bookmarked it. Um, I don't know, but it was like, I think it was like five or six million in the second year or third year, like just absolutely ridiculous numbers. There. Um, Um, no, I like can't find it. There's been too much going on. Other people were bought out, people resigned, you know, all the little things like that. It's too hard to find. But anyway, it won't cost them this year, but like subsequent years will be tough for them. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, and then I think it was last week. Matisse, I'm probably going to mispronounce this man's last name, but I'm going to try my best. Matisse Kilvenix? Kivlenix? Kivlenix, I think. Yeah. It's closer. Um, so he passed away after he was hit in the chest with a firework. He was a 24-year-old goalie for um, the Jackets and had just played a few games with them in the NHL and um, his service was a couple days ago and Elvis Mers Lincolns, who is another Columbus um, goalie said, he saved my son, he saved my wife and he saved me. Um, my second son's name is gonna be Matisse. He died a hero because um, from what it sounds like they were relatively close by and he kind of like blocked it and like had that gone near Elvis's wife who's pregnant at the moment um or anything like that like it could have been really horrible for that family so our hearts go out to their family and um the entire Jackets organization um Arizona yeah it's really sad Arizona does not want Carl uh, Connor Garland anymore which seems like a weird choice. Like he was yeah. very good last year. And they're like, eh, we could do without him. Like, okay. All right. I Like, I think he's just an RFA. I don't even think he's a UFA. And they're just like, yeah, we don't need him. I'm like, all right. I think Arizona is absolutely like, I don't know what they're doing and I don't think they know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. 
Um, Ryan Nugent Hop Hopkins? That's not the right. Hopkins? No, that sounds yes. wrong. Yeah. It's Newt. <laughs> that sounds like it's a wrong name. I actually, yeah, it is. I actually okay. really don't like his name. No offense to him and his family, but his name just like does something to me where I just want to like, ugh. It's like nails on the chalkboard. I'm sure he's a very nice man. Um, I'm just wondering if he's okay because he's has signed an eight-year deal with the Oilers with a full no-movement clause, I believe, like for the entire duration of it, which means that by the end, he will have been an Oiler for 18 years. Who wants to do that? Apparently Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hopkins no. sounds so wrong. I just Googled it, but it still sounds so wrong. <laughs> like, I, is this man okay? Like, I'm pretty sure Connor McDavid will run when his time is up. Mm-hmm. And Nuge is like, ah, yeah, give me eight more. Forever. I'm in. Forever. I think his deal was pretty reasonable. Like, it made sense for him. But, like, 18 years? Oh. Not me. I, I can't imagine wanting to be in Edmonton for 18 years. No. The city, the team, I can't imagine it. <laughs> uh, Pecorine is retiring. So that's literally, that's that. He's, he's retiring. I have nothing else to say. Congrats on your retirement. Yay. I, again, like this is another sign pointing to Nashville just going, I think we're done for a bit. <laughs> it is time to rebuild. Um, so in other weird things in the central division, Gabe Landeskog maybe headed to free agency, which is very <laughs> odd. Like the abs were like, nah, we don't want our captain. Um, apparently he did not like the offers they put out and he wants like nine to ten he'll take a hometown discount but he wants nine to ten million in the open market and I was like for for like eight years and I was like oh my god oh my god that's funny you're not you're you're sorry bud you're not worth that you're not Mm -mm. no no um and then he said and then the other phrasing was he's interested in these other teams if he cannot re-sign with the abs, which is what he wants to do. Um, but he's interested in Florida, Tampa, Vegas, the Islanders, and St. Louis. And like literally, I think Florida might be the only team who could afford him at that price. Mm-hmm. Like Toronto, Tampa, Vegas for sure cannot. The Isles can't. Like, I don't know about mm-hmm. St. Louis, but like still, and you would go to a, a rival. Yeah. Like St. Louis and Colorado are rivals. Like, they do not like each other. <laughs> um, so it's just like, all right, bud. A choice. We'll see how that goes for you. Um, <laughs> and then the Avs also traded Ryan Graves to the Devils for Mikhail Maltsev. Yeah. And a 2021 second, which is literally just, they probably would have... Um, what's the word let Seattle take him mm-hmm. or exposed that's the word exposed him to in the expansion draft so they're just like getting some return basically 
and like also forcing Seattle to take someone not as good, I guess, by doing that. Um, but I, I think that's a win for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, however, I think the ideal, just like based on Ryan Graves vibes, literally, I do not know this man's personality based on his <laughs> looks. <laughs> um, I think he and Nolan Patrick would get along really well. Oh, they definitely would. They definitely would. Um, yeah, so congrats to Ryan Graves for joining P.K. Subban as old players on the Devils. <laughs> um, he's only 26. He's not even old. <laughs> but he's younger than 20, or he's older than 23, so. <laughs> um, the Panthers bought out Keith Yandel, which I kind of makes sense. And then the other thing related to that is that, like, this was, like, two days after the Duncan Keith trade, and Edmonton would have done better with Keith Yandel, and there's someone else. Oh, even, like, Parise. No. Is Parise the defenseman? I think it's Suter. Like, one of them is a defenseman. I should Google it. <laughs> um, <laughs> eh. What position? Okay, it is Suter. It's Suter. Um, like, he would have been a much better option, too. And, like, you probably could have re-signed him for less. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's definitely better at hockey than Duncan Keith still. Like, again, several options for them. And they just, yep. like... And the other thing was... Oh, we didn't talk about this. Ken Holland basically said... Like, someone... One of the reporters pushed and was like, don't you think that you could have done better considering this... Like, they were really trying to get rid of him. No one else seemed to want him. And you, they didn't retain anything. And Ken Holland was like, I didn't think I had the leverage. And we were like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) I don't think you should be GM. Like, absolutely not. That's so dumb. (laughs) So I actually kind of feel sorry for Oilers people. Um, Oh, wow things happening right now um but like also not because I don't like Edmonton and I don't like my cousins who like Edmonton so <laughs> I also well I my one cousin was such an asshole about getting Connor McDavid like we we were out there for my other cousin's wedding and like it was the 2015 draft year so it was just mm-hmm. like right we were there right before the draft and um I just like remember my cousin was like making fun of us and I was like I'm I but I don't care like well I do I was like a little bit mad at that point but they literally we were there I think like the end of June and they literally already had Connor McDavid Oilers shirts I was like wow (laughs) at least you know what's gonna sell Mm -hmm. making some money that way (laughs) yeah but yeah, that's why um, the biggest reason why I don't like what my cousins have to say about hockey yeah. at all in general. Um, <laughs> and then Florida also resigned Anthony Duclair for three years. I don't remember the amount. I think it was really reasonable though, and yeah. he definitely succeeded there. And I think that's a good choice for them. Um, and then our news that happened as we were recording is 
the Detroit Red Wings have acquired Nick Letty from the Islanders in exchange for Richard Panic and the 52nd selection in the 2021 entry draft. So I really don't know what that means. I didn't even know <laughs> Richard Panic. I didn't even know Richard Panic was on the Red Wings. Like if he'd said Richard Panic, I'd go Washington. Because <laughs> I think he was on Washington. Um, but I'm not positive. <laughs> Literally no analysis for this trade at all because no. I don't know these men. I was just laughing that they specified 52nd. Yeah, it does seem weird. <laughs> well, I guess... Actually, no, I don't have a logical conclusion for that because, like, yeah, you just said, like, third. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Someone's retaining 50% of somebody's oh, salary. That's right, retained 50% of Panic's salary. There we go. Um, it does not seem like it was a good trade based on the minimal analysis I've seen. Yeah, um, on my Twitter. Thank you to other people who know about. I guess I have to learn about new divisions again. Like I had kind of forgotten Boston existed, which was nice for a little while. Um, and, like it was really nice, and I definitely forgot Buffalo existed. Mm. Like fully forgotten them. They were like Jack Eichel and Buffalo, and I was like, oh yeah, Buffalo exists. Yep. That's a team. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it'll be weird to relearn that other teams other than the other Canadian teams exist mm-hmm. in Tampa I guess I know Tampa exists yep. <laughs> that's it end of list yep. no other hockey team Seattle which wasn't even a team when I was thinking about yep. it <laughs> um speaking of Seattle they they did some things the first thing was we got our guy <laughs> who's their fucking guy Dave Haxtell Dave Haxtell <laughs> as their head coach oh man they were doing so well they were doing so well and then they're like Dave Axel and I'm like well thank you for taking him from the Leafs it's Mm -hmm. the little things there yep and the Leafs hired some assistant I did not recognize that man's name I have no idea anyway to replace Haxtell um and like no idea no 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 idea like why why Dave Axel and you know what actually the answer was was that um who's the GM again? I don't know. He was a ho- he's a hockey Canada guy and they like met at a world at a worlds or something and they're like, yeah. So it was just like literally hockey circle bullshit. After doing so many good things, and then they're like, nah, David Hacksaw. Nope. I hope they get defensemen who can't hit the net. <laughs> well, I guess for their sake, can hit the net. Like, they don't want Tyson Berry. I can tell you that. They don't want mm-hmm. Tyson Berry. Um, and then they hired Jay Leach and Paul McFarland as assistant coaches. Paul McFarland was an assistant coach with the Leafs two years ago with Haxtell. So I assume that's how we, they know each other. And, like, I don't know. I didn't hate him particularly. The power yeah. play clearly was not his fault. So mm-hmm. no comments on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have the just people are just waving their no movement clauses to be exposed in the expansion draft. Number one, Eric Johnson. I like, I guess the abs were like, I guess we're done with him, which is weird because I guess they're breaking the band up. 
like yeah, they, they moved this... Tyson Berry and then they were like well guess we just need Nate yeah. Nate and Miko and we're set <laughs> I guess sure <laughs> um so he did that and then Jeff Skinner has done the same thing so hopefully Jeff Skinner gets uh, out of Buffalo <laughs> him and Jack Eichel just nicely out of Buffalo would be good for them um and then Ben Bishop has done the same thing so that the stars can um what's the word I'm looking for protect um Qdobin I got there <laughs> there we go there we go my brain was not having any of the right words at all. It was like, you know these names, and then it wasn't providing them to me. Um, so uh, I guess the, ros the rosters freeze, or they have to sub I think the rosters freeze for expansion purposes today, or it's either they freeze or they have to submit their lists by today. But I don't think they have to submit their lists because I think we would have seen some on Twitter already. So I think it's the rosters free if they have to have the list in by Sunday. Expansion draft is Wednesday. So scary. Yes, scary. Exciting. Um, yeah, next week we got a lot for you because we got the expansion draft, whatever free agency happens, and the regular draft. Not that we'll have any analysis on the regular draft. Those are just some kids <laughs> yeah. that they're like, I'll take that one. And I'm like, cool, I do not know who that is. <laughs> Yay, child! It's a boy! Literally, we'll just be, like, looking. <laughs> we'll just be deciding based on, like, um, any videos they do. Like, thank you for <laughs> drafting me videos. Uh -huh. Based on vibes. We'll be like, this one seems good. I like that. <laughs> I like what he said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was also a bunch of women's hockey stuff. Mostly NWHL. Um, but also the U.S. national team has their centralization roster. And it's also weird. They didn't include Aaron Frankel, who has been one of the best college players. Um, like in the last couple of years, she has been in the top the last couple of years. It seems very weird not to include her. Um, I didn't really see anything else specifically like to me, but I also don't know those players as well. Um, but I'm glad that their roster is also weird because then we're, we're just like we're all in this together. Just. The U.S., Canada, we all have our weird rosters. The Olympics will be whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's a bunch of NWHL stuff. The Boston Pride GM, Carolyn Pilch, stepped down and joined the Bruins as a scout, which is that's nice. I like seeing women, like women hired by the NHL. But also, mm -hmm. it feels weird when people use, like, women's hockey or women's sports as a stepping stone. But I also yeah. kind of get it because she's not making a lot of money. She's probably doubled her salary, if I had to guess, going to the Bruins, even as it's just a scout. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It makes me feel weird, but not as much as, like, my personal issue is really with – this is soccer, but, like, John Herdman was the coach of the national women's team for Canada for soccer for several years. They got um, third in the last World Cup, I think, 
or maybe it was the Olympics. I can't remember, but like they've been consistently top 10 in the world. Um, and our men's team has been absolute shit mm-hmm. over the last, basically forever. Um, but they're really improving now. And so Herdman like literally jumped ship to coach the men's team, did not tell the players that he was stepping down to coach the men's team. And like, it just like that kind of shit pisses me off. And the the thing is they had an interim head coach who was like Dutch or something. And he did the exact same thing. And like, they have a, uh, a female coach now. And like, I think she's going to stay longer term because she sees the value. Anyway, it pissed me off. Um, I don't think that's really what she's doing. She's doing it for like, literally for personal health and safety almost reasons. Um, the Toronto Six signed Soroya Tinker, which is interesting. So she was on the Riveters last year, um, but she is from Toronto. So it kind of makes sense. They hired Angela James as an assistant coach, which, which is pretty big. Like, that's a big thing. She has been, I think, the athletic director at Seneca College for a long time, a long time. And I know she's been kind of involved with the PWHPA, but she's also, like, not really involved with anything. She'll just, if you ask her to show up and show her face, she will kind of thing for either of them. But, like, still, like, a really good hire. Um, And then they hired Christy Clark as their GM. She used to work for, I think, the Hamilton. She might still work for them, the Hamilton... Canadian Premier League soccer team um so now they have a black head coach and assistant coach as well as a GM which is really freaking cool to be honest like we never see that kind of level of diversity in hockey ever um but you still have Digit Murphy who has yet to apologize for her transphobic her association with a transphobic group um although the other thing is like today they um, find the Riveters for uh, like talking to a draft, so another team's draft pick before free agency started, which is like fine, whatever. But like nobody knew that there were bylaws against that. Literally nobody. Like I mm-hmm. think the GM might have might have known, maybe, but like not even positive. And we're like, oh, so there are rules against doing that but there's no consequence for like being potentially harmful to uh definitely a large part of your fan base and could be your co-workers could be the players who are playing for you you don't know so um it just feels a little you know messy um and then <coughs> the big thing was that the Buttes and Whitecaps are no longer owned by the women's hockey partners, which was the league, um, how the league owned those two teams. So there are now no league owned teams, but the people who were funding, like funding the league, funding the women's hockey partners are the people who are co-owners of those two teams. So it's Andy Skirto and Neil Lebman. So they didn't really change the ownership at all it's just like from a I don't know it's separate fully separate from the league now that makes sense um so basically three people no four people own the six 
teams. Six. Yes, six. I should know, but <laughs> I never remember all of them when put under pressure. So. Is this the one that has Buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always ready to shut up Buffalo. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's kind of big, but also kind of just like a reorganization, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing was that they hired directors of scouting for the U.S. and Canada, but they're also just like hockey men, you know, like they're just white hockey men. And the one they just hired for the U.S. is uh, not a good choice, I guess would be a way to put it. Um, it's Bill Flanagan, who's the fa father of Callie Flanagan. He was, she was a part of the New Hampshire PWHPA re region, and he was the coach and GM of that region. Um, so all that stuff is fine. Like, uh, apparently there was, he felt that, like, he funded a lot of the stuff that the New Hampshire region did. Um, like, so that's fine, whatever. But apparently he felt that the PWHPA, like, the actual, like, head, um, what am I looking for? Like, board of directors and stuff were more focused on the can Canadian teams as opposed regions as opposed to um, the U.S. So he was like a little bit mad about that. And I think that's part of the reason why he's doing this. But he's also a COVID denier and has like a bunch of the, like he's tweeted a bunch of bad stuff. And like, he also has a bunch of the like smaller reporters who all report on the NWHL blocked. Like, how are they supposed to report on anything if they can't see his fucking tweets? Or if he doesn't want to talk to them because he has them mm -hmm. blocked. You know, like, that. that's a problem. Yeah. Like, not good, not good. Um, but, yeah, it's been pretty interesting for them, like, the NWHL. They had their draft. They've signed a few more free agents. A few more people have retired. Um, again, I have no analysis because I do not know the players well enough. But from what I've seen, it looks like. I think the whale has re-signed a good number of players and signed a bunch of their draft picks. And it looks like they'll have a pretty strong team this year. And um, I think the six could be pretty strong as well. Um, I think that's it for this week. That went by way faster than I expected it to. I, I know. fully expected this to take us two full hours. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Look at us. I'm so proud of us. I mean, I'm sure we could drum up. Hold on. Got to check Twitter one last time just in case. But um, <laughs> I'm sure we could figure out if we really felt like it, we could figure out who we think the Leafs are um, exposing in the draft. But I don't really want to. I don't want to think <laughs> about it, to be yeah, honest. No. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Yeah, there's nothing else has happened as of yet. I'm sure something will happen because it sounds like things someone said like one of, I think it might have been Ellie Friedman said it sounds like we'll have like a busy night tonight so they're just gonna do their like weird like Kyle Dubas is gonna either sign or trade someone at like 10 p.m tonight I just have a gut feeling <laughs> like literally 10 p.m it is 8 30 right now I bet you like by the time this podcast come out comes out tomorrow Kyle will have done something stupid not necessarily stupid, but something. Yeah. And maybe not Kyle, but, like, something else will have happened because mm -hmm. the NHL was like, nah, no chill. We we don't know what that is. Yep. <laughs> um, that's it for this week. We will see you next week. You can follow us on Twitter at For Puck's Sake Pod, Instagram at For Puck's Sake Podcast, Tumblr at For Puck's Sake Podcast, and TikTok at For Puck's Sake Pod.
Bye. Bye.